0: Greetings, greetings greetings and salutations one and all you know you welcome 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 it's a it's night shift with dj kevin stew real talk night
1: her, yeah. hold, me close, baby.
0: hold me a little bit closer to my girl just a little bit closer
1: I I I want
0: to say big up to each and everyone locked in right now This uh, Real Talk edition of the Night Shift to DJ Kevin Stew. Those that are locked in on TuneIn Radio. On the Night Shift to DJ Kevin Stew. Big ups to you. Hey, hey, big ups to my family up there in New Jersey.
2: Close, baby,
0: close. Those locked in on NIE Radio. with so The Motivator. Been with
1: you. Come baby, hold me close.
0: Remember you can catch the Motivator on Thursday night. 9 p.m. Eastern. Well, and on Saturdays. Well, I
1: mean, well, a, a. 3 p.m. I'm sorry. You 1 p.m. <laughs> she
0: wants me now. Forgive me,
1: motivator.
0: Double Trouble Thursdays and Motivation Saturdays. She I want to say big ups to those who are locked in on Mix102.com my, The new kids on the block
1: my, you know
0: you. I should say I'm the new kid on their block hey, hey, I to mine. Blessings to those who are locked in out of Jamaica hey. On Earth 96 FM you,
1: gotta
0: keep it. Yeah we're on Terrestrial Radio in Jamaica right now well, much love. Thank you for making that happen. I want to say big up to those who are locked in on the foundation radio network, ClintonLindsay.com. With the veteran in the business, Mr. Lindsay. Much love to those who are locked in out of Long Island, New York. Bouncing on Reggae Pulse radio
1: DJ
0: like, atomic force and the crew.
1: That you me and I just her. She says
0: that say much love to the massive up there at 4263. inviting y'all to call a friend, tell a friend, oh, friends of your friends, friends of your enemies, enemies of your friends, oh, and your enemies too, um, don't be stingy, watching you
1: gotta keep
0: in touch you. call up anybody, everybody, me
1: uh, watching you gotta keep in touch you.
0: I want to say big ups to those who are locked in on tuning, not tuning, sorry, YouTube
1: live,
0: yeah, much love to you, Those on Clubhouse
1: Uh, Those
0: bubbling on Zeno FM uh, You guys on Bouncing and bubbling In the Stew Pot And remember Outside of the stations, the platforms known as the Stew Pot On uh, Zeno FM and on Clubhouse You have the Stew Pot on KevinStew.com Big ups to those who are locked in on KevinStew.com, the home of the night shift with DJ Kevin Stew, where you're encouraged to have acceptance through enlightenment.
1: That so, those, that you,
0: those of you who don't know, the stew pot is that little section of KevinStew.com that others call a chat room. It's where we keep things interactive and bubbling. If you're on Clubhouse a Stew Pot, that's a house. If you're on Xeno FM, that's a station. If you're on KevinStew.com, it's what is called a chat room. Yeah, we'll find it is on KevinStew.com.
1: I'm
0: glad to have each and every one of you. Glad to have you, I couldn't do it without you And you have my word, I wouldn't even try
1: she wants me now. This girl says
0: I want to say thank you to my segment sponsors Pulse Media Group When being in a moment is priceless, give them a call You have an event you want to stream live Wedding, church service, funeral party, graduation, seminar They have the methods by which you can do it. Get them a call up 754 999 1140. Tell them Kevin Stew sent you. Oh,
1: baby,
0: if you have a website you want to host, what? don't know where to host it. T- well, mine is hosted on a Pulse Media server, oh, me, yours can be too. Watching you. Call them up. The same number 773 yeah. oh, 789. Oh. Sorry, <laughs> that's my number. 754-999-1140 I, one, one,
1: like I
0: want to say thank you to Althea and her healing heavenly hands Althea is a licensed massage therapist Love Operating her. out of Broad County, North miami and South Palm Beach counties she, say, she comes to you me, like. Bringing her table, her oils and over 20 years massage therapy experience
1: her.
0: Says, Call her up today 954 655 5, 9, That's 954-655-9000 6, 5, 5, oh, She only has one request outside of paying her
1: skin, It's
0: that she get off her table and go sleep somewhere else when she's done
1: wanted,
0: I to hey. Thank you, Althea
1: I'm
0: gonna say pick up the global beast The Global Base navigates your journey across music, marketing and more. It's a realm where social spheres awaken through our mastery. Embrace the invitation to liberate your creativity unbounded and free. The Global Base, your catalyst for everything related to music, marketing, event planning and social media. Check them out today da global dot com the dot they'll give you a free consultation so just go link them yeah tell them you heard about them on the night shift to DJ Kevin Steele
1: you know hey.
0: thank you to McNeil Trucking a
1: wine. Hello.
0: with McNeil Trucking your goods are in good hands you are licensed and insured movers in the state of Florida Veteran owned company too So you want to move from the Keys up to Jacksonville You want to move from Naples to Palm Beach From Pompano to Pensacola and all points in between You want to put some things in storage don't have the manpower, don't have the transportation Don't worry You have the name, you have the number McNeil Trucking 954-406-9740 954-406-9740 With
1: McNeil
0: Neal truck and trucking your goods are in good hands Call them up Tell them Kevin Stew sent you Just a little bit
1: That's
0: all I'm not asking for much Just a little, wine. No,
1: you want it. a little wine
0: Red wine, white wine, go-go wine Just a little wine track is called Her Love. Oh, Artist goes by the name Flippo.
1: You, keep you. Baby, hold me close.
0: Watching, so tonight keep... in Real Talk, our discussion, our topic is love or respect. Where, where do we go? What is it that we are looking for? What Is it really a thing? Does it make a difference? Is it that men require one thing and women require another? As I was going through putting together some material for this topic, as researching this topic, I had come across a few sermons, um, lecture series, or sermon lectures, and the presenters, pastors, they, they they gave some interesting viewpoints on this and one of them was that men generally want respect and women want love. And I thought, huh, that's an interesting perspective. So I listened and I, I, I found their, their their views quite interesting. One of them told a story um or well, it was a really short story. So <laughs> they said or yeah, <laughs> they said when a woman says I don't have any clothes, then It means she doesn't have anything new to wear. When a man says, I don't have any clothes, they're saying, I don't have anything anything clean to wear. So they're saying the very same things and meaning something different. And I guess this is where the, the, the idea that men are from Mars and women are from Venus comes from. These differences of opinions these differences in ways of communication and it's it's this dance that we do but when you really drill down to it are we that much different men and women are we are we really that much different do we really require different things and so, when you look at the, 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 the subject of love or respect, and you ask the question, what is it that you require? As I did today on social media, I put out a question. I put out a question, which is it that you prefer, love or respect? And I asked some people personally, directly, and I asked some people what they thought. And, and as we go on with the broadcast, feel free. So chime in at any time. Jump into the stew pot. Uh, We only ask that you remain respectful. You can remain anonymous if you want to. You can put your name so I know who it is that I'm interacting with. And share your views. If you want to call in directly and share your views live... You can do that too. 773-789-STU is the number that you use to call, text, WhatsApp, Telegram. From anywhere in the world, you can get in touch with this broadcast. And people are listening from everywhere in the world, basically. So you can participate. Those of you that are watching, you can see, you'll see the number scrolling across the bottom of your screen right now. 773-789-STU. 773-789-7839. So, Respect. Let's let's look at that for a little bit. According to Exploring Your Mind, respect is an attitude that develops through mature and mutually enriching interpersonal relationships. Moreover, respect is the attitude of accepting others' differences. You need respect in order to coexist with others without conflict. To respect someone is to put aside our differences. Hmm. Can we really do that? Can we really put aside our differences? Or is it, is it one of the things that drives us in our existence? To respect someone is to put aside differences. Think about that. It helps us avoid judging others for their individual choices and opinions. To respect someone is to be aware of a person's individuality and not to demand that they change their opinions or behaviors. Does that sound familiar? Does that sound like it's not respect that you're talking about? Respectful people realize that everyone has a right to choose to be who they really are. And if everyone is free to be who they want to be, No one has the right or responsibility to pass judgment or decide anything about another. You show respect when you do not judge. So you don't judge someone for their lifestyle or the way they approach a situation, the way they make differences, the way they behave. You further show respect for someone when you do not complain about the way they are or Expect them to be another way. Or just try to change them. Respect is the best way to show others that we accept them in all their individuality. The way they are and not otherwise. Now, when when, when you hear a definition like that and you go back to how you were taught to treat people. These two go hand in hand, but you weren't really taught that this is how you were supposed to treat people as it being respectful, as so much as it being loving your neighbor as you love yourself if we want to quote just about every pastor that there is and has ever been. So here we are going through this definition and being led down, down a different path from the love path, but yet still it's the same path. There are a few people that responded to me on social media and some were saying, well, listen, uh, And I say some because I can't say women said this and men said this because both men and women at different points said love or respect. So for different people, they're looking for different things. And I'm figuring they're looking for these things because of whatever experience they had when they were growing up which helped to formulate who they are today and how they see the world i could be wrong but that's how i feel (laughs) so how do you go about expressing this respect exploring your mind says respect is communicated through empathy That is, through an attitude that shows them that we know, accept, and respect how they are. Now, how exactly you go back and use the same word in the mix of all of this, I don't know, but they do. Even if we do not necessarily agree with their opinions, behaviors, or decisions. Now, that sounds like something else that I talk about pretty often on this broadcast. I don't need for you to agree with me. I only need for you to understand. So respect then is synonymous to understanding or does it become respect when, it, when you toss in acceptance in the mix? So when you understand and accept an individual's position or is it just that you accept their position, not necessarily agreeing with it, but isn't that the basis of understanding? I digress. <laughs> empathy is a tool that we use for communication. We use empathy when we listen to others and communicate that we see where they're coming from and have an understanding of their feelings and thoughts. This is how we express com- comprehension and understanding towards someone. And when appropriate, share our own opinions in a way that is Here we go again. Respectful of others. I've always wondered why certain words are used when trying to explain what that word is. And I just boil it down to the fact that the English language is so limited that we we really don't have some words that can explain what we're trying to say. Or... It's just that we are so limited in our vocabulary that we can't find those words. <laughs> I think it's the former more than the latter. Anyway, if we always feel that the, the the need to be right or assume that our approach, our position, is the only valid one, we need we we, we will inevitably have a hard time showing others respect. Therefore, in order to show this respect or to respect others we need to focus on a few things we all need to consider our personal approach to everything as only one of the many possible approaches i guess when 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 you get to the point of imposing your ideas on everybody else and thinking that yours is the only right one it puts you in a different category maybe narcissistic much (laughs) self-centered, self-absorbed. We need to speak in the first person, expressing our individual point, our individual point of view as as just that, instead of some kind of absolute truth. You know people that do that, right? This is how it is versus this is how I believe it is. But it's interesting because one of the things that 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 We're taught about having confidence and expressing that confidence when we hold an opinion is to state this is what it is versus tossing in I believe that this is what it is. At the same time, you don't want to be overbearing. And you want it to be known that this is just my position. So I'm one that says, according to Kevin Stew, this. Now, you can feel a different way. I would like to know how you feel. So share that. Then we can talk about it. And at least then I'll know where you're coming from. I'll have uh, 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 probably find mutual bits in what you're saying with what I am saying and those at that point we can connect. And you know, if there's one thing that as human beings we live for, it is that connection. So we need to accept that our perceptions while seeming objective are anything but our perceptions are entirely subjective to our own interpretations of things which is based in previous experiences, current mood, and preordained beliefs. And so we're conditioned by way of our experiences to think a certain way and to hold certain positions, and that becomes our absolute truth. When When we're inflexible in that truth, then we only believe that thing and that's a problem because now we don't allow ourselves to, to, to see any other views or to let anyone else in. Hey, Julie, how are you doing? Happy hump day to you. I want to say big ups to Julie from the Truly Julie experience. You can catch her on uh, Saturdays on Flex TV online. Awesome, awesome individual. Trust and believe. When you get to talking to Julie, she, she shares some views and has some opinions. Julie, you know the number. Feel free to chime in at any time. When we address others, we need to do it from a place of empathy, which includes listening and observing. We want to listen and observe the other person's personal approach. At that point, we show our acceptance of their right to be as they choose to be. We're saying at that point, hey, you know what? I see you as an individual. I hear you as an individual. And as such, I will accept your position coming from another individual. I may not agree with it, but I may not understand. It's because maybe it's because I don't understand it. Maybe if you explain it a little bit more, I would be in a position of, of 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 acceptance. Still not agreeing, but now in a position of acceptance, because I understand where you're coming from, and I understand how that works for you. It may not work for me, but I understand how it works for you. Tonight, we're talking about love or respect, Julie. Which one do you prefer? If, well, not if, in any kind of relationship, what would you want coming your way? If you had to choose between one or the other, love or respect, what would you want coming your way? If you were to get married tomorrow, Generally speaking, what would you want your partner to be bringing to you every day? Would you, if it's only one, you could have, would you want love or would you want respect? And why? Now, that part usually gets people <laughs> and, you know, it gets them a little bit flustered, a little bit off center, a little bit unbalanced. When you ask the Why? Because generally we, we take one position or another and we just lock into it because this is how we were taught to, be, to believe that this is how relationships should go. Something that, it wasn't the first time I was hearing it, but it was refreshing to hear it as I was looking up information relating to this topic. One of the pastors in his lecture series said, I recommend to people that they do not get married out of love in other words don't let love be that thing that is 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 determining your relationship your whether or not you're going to get married because and he says so because of the amount of divorces that he has had to to negotiate (laughs) because You know, just like you do marriage counseling as you get in, you do divorce counseling as you get out. And so, one of the common things that he would hear when it comes to these divorcees is, I still love them, but I can't live with them. So, the thing that it has left is respect. Now, if you get married out of respect, and that respect remains then I guess love could go anywhere. Now, this is the position that they took. And I, I have no qualms about it. I understand. And I understand the whole concept of wanting love to be there because love is that thing that is supposed to be, that all-encompassing, and because of love now there is respect. But here's the problem with that. As I see it. And it's not to say that I don't love and I don't subscribe to love and I don't want love in my relationships. I'm saying that we often abuse that which we love. You know, it said it is said familiarity breeds contempt. We ill treat and disrespect those that we love. And it often happens. Now, of course, there's, a, there's an apology that comes along. There's making up that comes along with it. There's all of this. But we do disrespect and abuse that and those which we love. Those who we respect, however, seem to always be in a position where the boat doesn't get rocked. That police officer, that supervisor, that boss, that co-worker, that artist, that actor, that whomever, that pastor. We may not like their personality. We may not like how they are. But because we respect them, we respect their position. We don't tend to rock the boat with them. And so, now it's kind of confusing we're, what is it that we are looking for do we want love or do we want respect we're going to take a quick break and um when we come back we're going to talk some more about love and respect if you have some questions some ideas that you want us to to, to banter over you know the number use it up 773 789 Call me. Let's talk. Julie, if you want to use the other number, you can feel free to use the other number and leave, that, leave the show line open. Yeah, you know the other number. <laughs> so um, a couple of things here before we go on the break. I do want to remind you guys about the audiobook, Empowered. Essential concepts and strategies every woman should know about self defense. It's available to you right now on Audible. It was authored by Jonathan Field, narrated by yours truly, Kevin Stew. Empowered essential concepts and strategies every woman should know about self defense. Find it on Audible. Get your copy today. Get a copy for someone else. It's good for both men and women. So don't think that because it's geared towards women that only women should, should listen to it. I, I was well enlightened as I narrated it. So go ahead and get yours today. If you can't find it on Audible, a quick way to find it is go to kevinstew.com. There is an image of the book cover. You can just click on it and it's a link that takes you straight to where you can get your copy. There's also the 78390 challenge. This is where you save in increments of $10 or $5 each month. And you multiply the month number of the month that you're in by that increment. And that's the amount that you put away each month. So this month being the 10th month, you put away 10 times 10, which is a hundred. Or if you save it in $5 increments, five times 10. And that's how you work it. And if you're just starting the challenge now, no problem. Next year, this time, you'll be looking to end. So this is how you do it each month. If you started in January, come December, you're supposed to have $780 tucked away, ready to be used either for the Christmas or to clear some bills next year. It's a $780, $390 challenge. Get on board. Get started right now for your next 12 months. And we get going with saving some money because you know things are really interesting out there so do that we'll be right back with tonight's chat love or respect we will be right back Is your church, business, or private event at risk of being left behind? Then let Pulse E-Media Group be your one-stop shop to capture your vision and mission for your business or showcase your church through live streaming. Celebrate your memories through photos and videos for your wedding, youth concerts, women's ministries and men's outreach programs in action. We will even help you develop specialized ads to enhance and expand your opportunities to reach new clients and new seekers to better serve your community. At Pulse E-Media Group it's not either or. Call us at
1: 754-999-1140. Pulse, E-Media Group. Today in school, I learned a lot.
0: In chemistry, I learned that no one likes me. In English, I learned that I'm disgusting. And in physics, I learned that I'm a
1: loser. Today in school, in math, I learned that I'm ugly and useless. And in the gym, in biology, I learned that I'm pathetic. In a joke. In history, in school, I learned that I'm trash. Today in school, I learned I that I have, no, have friends. no friends. In English, I learned that I make people sick. And, in general, and at lunch, I learned that I sit I'm on my own because family. I smell. In chemistry, I learned that no one likes In biology, me. I learned that I'm fat and stupid. In English, and in I math, that I, make I learned sick. that I'm trash. The only thing I didn't learn in school today... The only thing I didn't learn today... The only thing I didn't learn... It's why no one ever helps. Kids witness bullying every day. They want to help, but they don't know how. Teach them how to stop bullying and be more than a bystander at stopbullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council.
0: It's Christina representing for DJ Kevin. You see me, I say, I don't know the boss. You see me, I say, DJ Kevin's two. And the night shift radio show, you. it's hot, uh, the thing, turn up the thing loud.
3: Well, DJ Kevin's two at the heart of a champion. Never underestimate, just chosen The silver lining and the dark clouds your Kevin still believe him and that's no doubt Salute tonight, the night shift with a show Christine, this is Loud, kill the beast
0: Music from Royce bringing us back from the break uh, track called If I Loved You If I loved you, would you know? Hmm... <laughs> I think it would be hard to not tell that that I love you just because, well, it just shows. <laughs> All right, so welcome back to the broadcast. Those of you just joining in, welcome. It's real talk night right here on the night shift to DJ Kevin Stew. Invite you to call a friend, tell a friend, friends of your friends, friends of your enemies, enemies of your friends, and your enemies too. Call up anybody, everybody, call up all the people you know, even the ones that you don't like. Why? Because it's good information. So we were looking at respect at the beginning of the broadcast, and now let's look a little bit at, at, at love. And for the most part, we've we have an idea of how love works, right? <laughs> Here's the thing, though, according to Psychology Today. They have an article called The Psychology of Love. Is it just a trick, a tale we tell, or the core of our humanity? And some key points to this article. There's no consensus among scientists and psychologists on why people fall in love. Some people, some believe romantic love... to be a constructed tale that serves to socially sanction sexuality others believe it's a biologically driven trick of nature to ensure the survival of the species (laughs) and fmris are revealing neuroscience of the emotion of love in terms of brain chemistry So the article goes on and says it's impossible to pinpoint precisely when our interpretation of romantic love was born centuries ago. But scholars generally agree that modern America offered an ideal cultural climate for it to take shape. During the late 1800s and the first half of the 1900s, the traditional love story in which two young people see themselves as in love, and start to build an enduring relationship became a popular social convention. At least it did in the United States. And this was what um, social psychologists Kenneth Green, sorry, Kenneth Gurgen and Mary Gurgen wrote in 1988. See, this is, this is one of the reasons I love social psychology. Now, women spearheaded the notion of romantic love. The pair argued a means of cementing relationships that might otherwise end should men decide to seek out greener pastures. It was greatly to women's advantage if sexual desire could be interpreted as love, and a man's desire for her could result in lasting commitment and economic security, a.k.a. marriage. They explained, no, I tossed in that marriage part. I may get in trouble for it, but hey. Contending that the romanticizing of lust was employed as a form of social control, love was thus a tale that a couple would choose to believe in according to this theory, mirroring other arguments that the emotion is a learned or constructed device rather than a biologically determined response. So, does that make it different from respect? Hmm. The more we seem to to know about the emotion, however, the more we seem to not know. As it always has been, romantic love remains a challenge for individuals in the 21st century with arguably no pursuit more difficult than successfully and happily managing a relationship predicated on mutually shared strong feelings between two people. Living one's life as a single person is itself a complex affair these days, making the addition of possessing love for, and hopefully with, another person, yet another thing we must handle with great care. Then you may ask a question, why do it? It's the cornerstone of our humanity. Hara Estroff Marano, plainly put in Psychology Today in 2004, writing that one lo- only love Protects us enough to grow and change. Love has to be worth the effort for so many to willingly enter into it, despite all the work and risks involved. We have to conclude suggesting there is a basic human need to be to be part of something bigger than or outside of oneself. Anyone who has come within waltzing distance of it, according to Jane Austen or Daniel Steele, or listen to Frank Sinatra or Celine Dion, they know there's no elixir like love. Marano wrote this, making the safe bet that it wasn't about to disappear anytime soon. And, <laughs> you know, if you listen to certain songs... Especially, I would say, R&B of the 80s and 90s. Maybe because I grew up on that. But you listen to R&B of that era. And it kind of takes you to another place. Your emotions move differently. And then, if you listen to it with someone in mind or with someone, someone else present that you have a connection with, then it feels like love. According to this article in Psychology Today, alongside our individual and collective love affair with love, outside our individual and collective love affair with love, has existed, paradoxically, a deep distrust and antipathy towards the emotion. Yeah, so... We we'll love it, but we don't. A lethal combination of Hollywood sen- sentimentality, Victorian romanticism, and bridal magazine kitsch has placed an impossible burden on love. This writes uh, essayist Judith Hertog in 2019. I guess all Judith does is write essays going on to explain how and why she resented the tyranny of perfect romance. Many women, especially millennials, those who were born after 1980 and the first generation to become young adults in the 21st century, have in fact resisted entering into serious relationships because they may involve, you guessed it, love. Now, this is nothing new. As Early as the 1930s some scientists described romantic love as an emotion that mature adults had no business clinging to. Such love was a vestige of children's imaginations they de- declared and a sentimental state of mind that served little useful purpose. So why then do we have love? as such a big part of what is required in our society well romantic love not love because we 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 are required to love each other in order in order to 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 minimize conflict and war but if respect exists then the same thing will happen We wouldn't need this love thing if this respect thing was there. According to the scientists and according to this article, psychotherapists, notably Alfred Adler, have over the years also dismissed romantic love. Did you know this? Thinking that marriages would be much better off without it Many feminists of the 1970s, particularly Marilyn French, argued that romantic love presented a real and present danger to women's independence and ability to lead lives with real meaning. Later, scholars such as Pepper Schwartz have made a convincing case for peer marriage, predicated on equality and deep friendship. In place of passion and stereotypical gender roles. In short, love in America has been a contentious, highly charged site, simultaneously, ag- aggressively pursued for its emotional rewards and just as assertively avoided due to the havoc that it could wreak on one's psyche. So, love is really dangerous. <laughs> to americans is, is is that what this boils down to i don't know did anybody else get something different from that 773-789-STU 7839 let me hear from you shoot me a text if you wish because you don't like hearing your voice or you get shy or nervous or something you know share something with me um <laughs> when 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 we look at at, at this whole idea of love and respect. And we go through an article like this one, talking about love and the United States and what has happened over the, the, the since the nineteen thirties coming up and how science has scientists have been looking at this concept of love. You would think that it really isn't that great. and when i say love i'm not talking about loving each other i'm talking about loving a partner this romantic love before i went off on the break i mentioned the pastor that said that advised that you shouldn't get married because of love because the majority of the divorces that he dealt with the couple's Well, if you're splitting, are you still a couple? Probably not. But the parties involved, they all said, I still love them, but... Now, you know, whenever you're tossing a but, anything that that, that came before that gets wiped out, right? So, I love them, I still love them, but I cannot live with them. And so that happens. So his position is, you know, the majority of of divorces start in love. Well, because that's where the marriages start. My thing is the majority all divorces start in marriage. (laughs) A hundred percent. True. Fact. (laughs) Somebody dispute it if you wish. And so if this is a, a thing that women desire What then is it that the men desire? Because throughout this article, it leans towards the the desire of women, the desire of women to have this thing called love. But the millennials kind of started turning this thing on top of its head, moving away from the concept of romantic love and moving more towards, hey, do we work? well together. Forget about if you're in love with me. Do we have compatibility? Are we able to live in harmony? And do we have similarities or common goals with which if we worked together, we had a better chance of building? Then if that is the case, let's get together. Now, when you think about that, is that so far-fetched? Is that such a concept that is is so asinine that it should not even be mentioned? Or should we really take a, a moment to pause, look back at what we've been told about how relationships should be? Because according to the fairy tales, the prince rescues the princess And they go riding off into the sunset on the white horse and live happily ever after. What I've asked this question before and I'll ask it again. Happily ever after what? Is it ever after the first argument? Because being humans, (laughs) I was going to say being human beings, being human doings (laughs) Uh, there's bound to be conflict is it love that gives us the ability to navigate these areas of conflict and move together move forward together in unison or is it a mutual respect which one is it or is it a combination of both Now, the easy answer would be to say it's a combination of both. And if you're given the decision, given the the task to decide between one or the other, the easy thing to do would be to say, I want both. But then, if you were to explain why you want both, there might be a challenge. I want both because my belief is that respect comes from one recognizing my abilities the things that i can do and i can do well then that is acknowledged and i'm respected for that so the respect leans more towards the abilities my ability to remain calm in a difficult situation my ability to listen to you as 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 you share with me what it is that is going on with you and give you um an objective feedback those things would earn me some respect. What brings me love? Okay, let's go to the points of attraction then. The fact that I can do this makes me attractive. And that now stimulates that emotion that we associate with love. The fact that I, I am caring or you, the fact that you care about me now generates this love feeling does that make love such a bad thing does it make love uh, a thing that we were lied about all this time well i guess that comes from a position of belief what do you believe how do you believe love works how do you believe it works for you and so we go back to respect and it coming from a place of understanding recognizing that we don't necessarily have the same views we don't necessarily have the same goals we don't necessarily have the same desires but because we're people and we have our own experiences we have that in common And that is what shapes us so we now can respect each other on taking that position. Could we do that and then live together harmoniously? And let's toss a few flies in this ointment. Does that mean that the concept of marriage as we know it, that one man to that one woman... Does that change? Because we respect multiple people. We don't hear of of, of people wanting to, to, to well not very often. It's a thing. But you don't hear everybody walk anybody walking around saying, hey, you know, it's 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 cool. You can be in love with him and him and her and her and, and, and it's cool. People you have people that frown that, that about things like that. But they'll walk with confidence and tell you confidently, no, 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 you need to respect him and him and her and her and they and them. And wait, why not do the same thing with both? And some people, the the, the people that say that the two go hand in hand, love and respect, because one argument that was very consistent in, in the responses that I got earlier was that, Where there is love, respect follows. But if the respect goes, so does everything else. And I found it weird that it would be said that respect follows love. Why isn't it the other way around? Where respect is a thing that generates a love because that's not how love was marketed that's not how we were conditioned why and why is there such a belief that men need respect and women need love huh we're gonna take another break and when we come back, before we get into musical therapy a little later on, we're going to try to look at some information here with regards to why unconditional respect is so important for men in relationships. And I found this to be quite interesting. And I hope you do too. So come back. <laughs> we're going to take a quick break. Come back and listen or participate even as we look at why unconditional respect, you know, people talk about unconditional love. No, there's unconditional respect. Let's, 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 let's enter that into our vocabulary and get familiar with that for a little bit and see how that could possibly change things for us. Could it change our whole lives? Maybe this is the thing that, that, that is to, is that thing that we need to end all wars. This respect Hmm Who knows We'll be right back
1: Making great music is one thing Sharing it with the world That's another Let the professionals at Reggae Global Entertainment Help you to another level specializing in artist management, booking, public relations and marketing, and promotion. Reggae Global Entertainment can help you with event planning, websites, photography, and video production, press releases, legal services, and graphic design. They can even help you with music production so you can get the sound that you want every time. Call Reggae Global Entertainment at 954-804-8199. That's 804-8199. Or visit them online at reggaeglobalentertainment.com.
0: When being in the moment is priceless, consider the ability to share that moment. If you can video it, you can broadcast it. And Pulse Media Group has the tools you need. Weddings birthdays, funerals, graduations, church services, parties, seminars, you name it, Pulse eMedia Group can provide you with a secure medium controlled by you to broadcast your event. Contact us at www.pulsemediagroup.com for more information. Pulse eMedia Group, when being in the moment, is priceless.
1: Yo, this is to letting you know that right about now you are logged on to DJ Kevin Stew on the night shift. Don't move.
0: Music from Kavan bringing us back from the break. My cousin is in Jamaica just absolutely loves this song. Hey, Sharon. The track is called You Make Me Right. How exactly does that happen, though? How do you make someone right? Is it what you do? Is it uh, what you say? Is it how you are? Veronica Amaya says, The most important thing to understand about men is that they value being respected more than they value being loved. And that's how she opens this article, why why unconditional respect is so important for men in relationships. And it's interesting that it's a woman that is giving this perspective. Because (laughs) I I guess she has experienced what it is like to to be in union with a man and reaching him in that particular way that makes a difference and it may sound crazy as she continues to write isn't love the most important thing yes love is incredibly important but how do we feel loved is the big question many men describe that they know that their wife mother daughter loves them but they're not sure that she likes them. And how often does that happen? Well, when you take into consideration how many people have said while they're getting divorced, I love them, but... So, I love you, but I really don't like you. I can't stand you. Well, I guess that's no different from the person that respects you but can't stand you. Or maybe it is, because the one that is respected, but you can't stand them, you're still going to do things. Things that would really be okay with this person, that this person would, 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 would even commend you for. But the person that you love but can't stand, you avoid at all costs. Because you can't stand the pain that comes along with it. How this shows itself is that many women treat the men in their lives quite harsh. Okay, preach, lady. They are very critical, use sharp commanding or condescending tones of voice. Treat men like children, etc. This makes the man feel disrespected. And although he knows that a woman deep down loves him and that she'd show up to support him, If he is sick or injured, it makes him resent her. Why? Well, because men feel loved when they're treated with respect. Now, I don't know how exactly this started happening, when this started happening, but if you check the basic instructions before leaving earth, that thing that many of us call the Bible, you'll you'll see in it, that it talks about men loving their wives but it doesn't talk about wives loving their husbands it talks about wives respecting their husbands and i didn't realize how much it did that i've always i guess i've always heard it because it didn't seem foreign to me but when it's when it's pointed out then it it hits differently. (laughs) For men, respect is the most important element in any relationship. They would rather be with someone who respects them but does not love them deeply, although, of course, it's not ideal. They'd rather that than to be with someone that they know loves them but constantly disrespects them. And that's funny because a number, again, a number of the people that responded to my, my, my question said, you, there's no way for you to love someone and be disrespectful. But, and as I pointed out, it is the ones that we love that we often disrespect. How many times have you seen or been that child to disrespect your parent. How many times. Has a parent disrespected a child. I heard a story today. Of, of a woman. That. Every time her daughter calls her. Teenage daughter. New, newly teen too. That. She would get other calls. And be cheery toned. And bright voiced. And then. Her daughter would call and it's the complete opposite. And you could almost hear venom in her voice as she spoke with this child. This is her offspring though. This is the one with whom there should be unconditional love. Because there's no love like that of a parent to a child not even to the partner with which that that, that child was created. And so this whole idea of a man wanting respect over love is not that far-fetched. And I guess it's because of, of, of the sharp whip and sting of a woman's tongue. Maybe that's what it is. The, most, the two most important elements, according to Veronica Amaya, the, most, the two most important elements in any relationship are unconditional love and respect. And men and women need both if you drill down to the heart of a conflict. It's about men feeling disrespected and women feeling unloved. In the light of this knowledge... The sad state of modern relationships makes more sense. For many women, it is completely normal to disrespect their boyfriends and husbands on a daily basis. And in return, their partners are withholding love. But this is a subject for another, another time. As you can imagine, most men have accumulated a lot of resentment for their partners, and it's spilling out in all kinds of unhealthy ways. So what then does it mean to respect men in relationships? Respect is such a central element to relationships, and it's, it's astonishing how many people do not treat each other with even a minimal level of respect. So, first and foremost, respect is something we should always offer to anyone we are encountering because it just shows plain decency and it makes life much more wonderful. Truthful, as I like to say. When it comes to relationships, and particularly men, there is the unconditional respect that we need to become familiar with so we've heard of unconditional love everybody knows about unconditional love which is a beautiful goal in relationships and really inspires us to love deeper and open our hearts to get that intimacy or as my friend tina simone would say into me see and speak of her and she appears hey tina simone how are you doing um, the three Fs. What are the three Fs? Tina Simone said Chris Rock had a formula for what men need from women. <laughs> uh no, I didn't say you were the devil. I just said I I mentioned you and you appeared. <laughs> but we, you know, we, we 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 we're connected like that. We've always been, but. We should also put the same emphasis um, on respect as we do this unconditional love because it's an equally important ingredient in successful and fulfilling relationships. So what is this unconditional respect? According to Veronica Maya? keeping a respectful tone of voice even when we are upset whoa hey let's stop right there for a moment because if we're not being disrespectful in our tone of voice when we're upset then we're not upset how can you be saying keep a respectful tone of voice when you're upset well to put everything all Let's turn it all upside down on top of its head. How about not shouting while you're angry for a change? Could you try that? Now, I've had difficulty not shouting when I'm upset. Although I typically get quiet when I'm upset. <laughs> so it's 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 really interesting. Tina, if you want to call in... And, and share some views. Feel free. You know the number. Go ahead and use it. Lines are open. Now. Keeping a respectful tone of voice. Even when we're upset. Not blaming, shaming or being hypercritical. Huh. We blame and shame and don't even know that we're doing it. Because we do it so much. I don't know how many people are aware of that but it seems to be a thing that where we, we believe we should do. It's kind of like you find out that your partner is cheating and the person that they're cheating with, you're going after them. Doesn't make sense. But yet still we do it. Why? Because that's what society says is supposed to happen. Um... The problem, the person that you have a problem with is your partner. This other person, you don't know them from a rock on the side of the road. So why are you going to have a problem with them? Mindset, right? So let's continue. What does unconditional respect mean? It means not being controlling. Not trying to force our will onto our partner or convince them of something that they don't want to do. Not having in emotional manipulation as a part of your arsenal. Valuing our partner's opinions. No interrupting and letting them finish their sentence. My better portion I, I have a better portion that her pet peeve one of her pet peeves is not being allowed to finish her thought and I understand where she's coming from when she says it because it's just that basic bit of respect just that little thing and it could throw everything else off Tina says respect due regard for the feelings wishes or rights of others by definition one of the shorter definitions that there is but yes so no interrupting and letting them finish your sentence I guess (laughs) uh, she must be a man Underneath all that soft exterior. <laughs> Listening to them with our full presence, giving them space to express. Well, look at ways to show unconditional love. Sorry, unconditional respect. You see how easy it is to go into un- unconditional love? Because that's what we're conditioned to, 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 to think. Once you say unconditional, you go into love. Unconditional respect, the thing that men apparently need to feel fulfilled in their relationships. So listening to them with our full presence, giving them space to express, assuming they have good intentions toward us and not always jumping to the worst conclusions. Do you know, you have a girlfriend that is like that, the first thought that they have when they don't get that phone call or they don't get that text message or they don't get that gift that they were looking for is the worst. Don't do it. Admitting when wrong. things that, that, that ways to show men unconditional respect. And a little bit goes a long way with a man. I, I, I think as a man, I am so simple, it's ridiculous. And so making me happy doesn't really take a lot. Just understand me. And in order to understand me, you need to listen. So take the time out to listen. Choose a number, Tina. You know both numbers. You can call anyone. Um. being respected lies in the hands of us men according to ronakamai and this is this is why she says what she says if all men would make sure that they are treated with respect the world would be a much better place why because men wouldn't carry around a constantly growing mountain of resentment through being disrespected disrespected on a daily basis also she says in her experience integrated men carry this value with them wherever they go and make sure that everyone is being treated with respect so you show the man in your life some respect when he walks out the door not out your life when he walks out the door he will carry that respect with him and show and encourage others to show it too but To move to that point where if it so happens that this man is walking out of your life, he's walking out with that knowledge. He's walking out with that skill, with that tool in his arsenal. Because you played a part. And so, let me. Hello? Hello, are you hearing me?
3: Hello, 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 i not hearing you. Hello?
0: Um, let me make sure you can. Can you hear me now?
3: Good, I can
0: hear you. Good night. You uh, say
3: so you're having me disrespect my phone now? By <laughs> 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 coming out of the matrimonial bed to talk to you, disrespect while he's sleeping.
0: <laughs> Good well, night. No, but you're showing respect because he is sleeping. And you have decided to move out of that space so that you wouldn't disturb him.
3: All right, make him think. Say, so. you say the things so I'm going to respected if you wake up. What are <laughs> you doing on the phone? you
0: <laughs> you're, you're but he, he, and and you see here is case in point because what for for mm-hmm. for lack of knowledge we perish. So he doesn't know why it is that you're on the phone as you come on on this broadcast to uh, shout his praises and and then when he finds out no
3: okay I'll, that's the story of you yeah okay
0: <laughs> well it's
3: recorded so you can prove I it i need it oh, sir. okay there is one there is one um aspect that I think that we all need to look at especially when we are dealing with uh Yes, respect, but the times where we find that it's quote-unquote the hardest when we're mm. having confrontation with each other. Okay. The thing that I find is that holding space for the other person um, is important. And what that means is we need to give our partners space to be wrong. <laughs> mm. The space to be irrational, insensitive, really don't care about your feelings right now, just want to sound off and all of that. It, apart from the whole communication skills, active listening and all of that type of thing, mm-hmm. um, yeah, because sometimes, let me tell you something, I don't always feel like, <laughs> and it's not that I'm trying to disrespect my partner. No? Mm-hmm. There are times that I am... Um, and we are as women tend to um it, well I shouldn't say women because it's just a people thing. Sometimes some of us wait till something reach a boiling point, which is not good practice, but for lots of various reasons we learn to suppress certain things that we really should not. And so there are times that we reach boiling point or you just have to get it out and sometimes it's not even the person that Maybe you're projecting,
2: mm-hmm. you
3: know, so all of those things are wrong. But guess what? We're human. So I like to use the word partner because if, if we're partners, sometimes you have to give your partner space to be wrong and don't take it so personally. Mm. And when, when we take it personal, that's when we feel disrespected. So if I can say that, for example, if you have a big issue with me and then you're really. Um, emotional set up there for you. You may come off very irrational, and that type of thing. Me, the fundamental thing of our relationship is about partnership. If that is the case, then if I'm the one that's not heated, and if you bring in the heat to me, mm-hmm. I'm a saying you're 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 not you're not in your right piece. You're not necessarily going to deal with things properly. Right. Sometimes we have to give our our partners trying to be the space whole space for them give them a safe space to be wrong because that's part of being human and then i find that sometimes because we don't do that we take it person not to say that you must take any and anything you must get some sort of limit but sometimes when if you if you are the person who is not disturbed and, the, and your partner bringing something to you and they might not, and you can know the same if you know the person long enough, like, uh-oh, here we go, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Get in the space. And then if you do that and come out of your being triggered and just hold space for, for a limited amount of time and let them just, and then you can say, okay, okay, hold on now. Let's let, let, let revisit. Then you won't take it up personally and then you won't necessarily feel disrespected because literally you can say that the person is not trying to... The intent is, I want to disrespect you right now.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: No, they are like, I want to phone off right now. Right. Yeah. So, it's not easy, <laughs> especially because the person closest to you is the one that, you're, that can trigger most, and you may be more sensitive towards, and I don't think it's an easy thing, but I think I recognize that even recently that I need to give... My partner, time to zone up because some of the time, whatever is triggering him, you know, maybe it's because of the stresses that that's happening and everything. So it's not easy, but you kind of have to do that. Well, that that's a little thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think sometimes when we do that, we won't try to take it so personally how they're going about. Because your partner going to be wrong of the time mm-hmm. so I, I wanted to you know just what, what do you think about
0: that I think it's really interesting that you, you you raise the point of not taking it personal one of the four agreements is don't take anything personal not uh, so easy though but yeah mm-hmm. and and um, well I should say one of the five agreements because there was the fifth agreement Mm-hmm. but it's it's not to take anything personal and and when you when you as you raise that point where you allow, you can allow your partner to be wrong I have to take it a step further and ask a question is it that they're being wrong or being misunderstood because a difference mm-hmm. of opinion is not necessarily one being right and one being wrong, it's just different perspectives and not having an understanding of where you are coming from with that perspective. And so with giving yeah. that space mm-hmm. for that expression, mm-hmm. then now it opens up the door for a, a, a mutual ground to be found. So you get to express yourself and to see why it is that you're taking this position and me as your partner get to, to, to hear that so now it's not just you going off in a vacuum because mm-hmm. i left my shoes by the door again <laughs> instead of putting it in the bedroom in the closet or something mm-hmm. you know it, it it it's something more than that and like you said it may not even be related to the shoes at the door it yes. could be an experience that, that has that nothing happens, to do with him.
3: That, that, Mm, mm-hmm, exactly. But isn't it isn't it do you find that um it's not necessarily the content of what is being brought across, but the way that is brought across that people find disrespectful?
0: So the delivery makes a difference. And mm-hmm. and this is where I, I agree with, with, with Veronica Amaya <laughs> because here she talks about the, the, the The tone that is being used and listening with full presence, giving space to express. You you don't have to be in competition, you know, they are raising one is raising voice and you have to match with no. That's 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 not necessary. But we are conditioned to believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're conditioned to believe that if we're in an argument, if if we have this, first of all, if we have opposing views, then we we should be in argument. And if we are in argument, then it, sh- it should be heated and, and loud. And that doesn't need but to be But look here, because
3: me let's stick a sticker pin, right? Because now me I get triggered. <laughs>
0: okay. I'm kidding.
3: Come on, let's no, go. No, the phone thing. No, let me tell you. I have a reputation mm-hmm. among my friends. Um, I, I would get feedback about my tone, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel that especially when I, and I find that happens when I am going to deal with a matter that I feel strongly about. So when I, so it's really the energy behind it. So when I feel strongly about something, so it's strongly negative about something, mm-hmm. Um this this tone I, I get feedback about this tone now I'm not in my head conscious of it, yes, okay. it's only when I get the feedback about a tone that I'm using as if it was a deliberate weapon that's when I become aware of it and and you know I said to myself, how is it how, then how else I don't know I've said this I don't know how. How to adjust this tone that you are hearing Because I am not hearing The tone that you are hearing And why is it that I will be responsible Why am I being being held responsible For you being triggered For whatever you are associating My tone to mean So for example If if, if my tone reminds you of Being scolded harshly by your father Mm -hmm. Is it my fault and I'm being disrespectful, or you have some some healing to do where that is concerned. So sometimes when people, for example, talk about how you, the tone that you're speaking, now, if it is that in relating to you over time, I pick up that you are sensitive to when I'm in this space, how I sound, yes, I will try to, and most of the time, not necessarily successfully mm-hmm. because I am being me but I, yes, it would be great for me to consider that um, okay, when I'm in this space, I get from this person that I adjust my tone in some particular way. I, I, again, you know, I'm not hearing what you're hearing, but I'm going to try a thing. I don't have a problem trying some other way of bringing up um, things. So, for example, I don't remember where I read it, but one, one suggestion is that, especially when you're going to have hard discussions with your partner, with your loved one, or loved ones, mm-hmm. touch. You can use the same tool. You, 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 like, for example, I, I don't know how to adjust my tone, but I find that if I am holding the person or having physical connection with the person, it alleviates how they're perceiving it. So, mm. What I'm saying in summary is that sometimes we are held responsible for things we have no control over and and, and, and accused of being disrespectful. So what the other person who is feeling disrespected has to do is to to really look at why this scenario triggers me. Not so much who is triggering me, but Mm -hmm. why is this? thing is triggering me right. and really investigate that because it may not be that the person is being disrespectful um intentionally. Right. It may mean that I am I am have a very negative association to him quit too him too, him, <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> him too fast when
2: he
3: me. You me like too fast. you understand? So there's a there's a there is some level of responsibility on both parties, especially in situations where, per, you know, you find yourself, you're being accused of mm-hmm. being disrespectful or you feel disrespected. It's not just the other person has to do some sort of work. It's you also you. It's a two-way thing. All right, so... And then perhaps we'll find that after a while, you find the person tone funny. A Couple years after, you kind of get over it.
0: Whatever you know what I mean. So 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 here's one of the things that I have to say to that. It comes back to something mm-hmm. that I said before, with not taking things personally. Right. If when you're in this space, you are uh, you have this tone, it is because you're in a space where the expression of this opinion brings forth this tone. Mm-hmm me as a person receiving that tone, I have to learn to not take that personally and to focus on what it is that you're saying, not necessarily how you're saying it. And we often hold others accountable for our emotions, how we are reacting to something. You know, this person upset me. This person made me upset. Well, mm-hmm. if you stop for a moment and thought about it, did they make you upset by what they said or what they did? Or did you become upset because of how you received it? And it's it, it's a fine mm-hmm. mar- line of demarcation to say um, this is the position to take. But essentially, you have to be respond. You are only responsible for how you feel and how you receive and process something. Mm-hmm. Because- and exactly. in that reception and processing, you can determine how it is that you're going to take it. <clears throat> and mm-hmm. now this is where other people who are in the same space come into play. Because someone else may be party to that interaction, not directly involved, but they're there hearing it. And they're, then they're in your ear going, but are you going to let them disrespect you like that? No, you didn't take that disrespect, but no, they're coming to say they're being they're disrespecting you, okay, well, if you are disrespected by what is happening with me and this other person, then that is also your business because I'm not disrespected by it, so I don't need to be coaxed into being <laughs> triggered by you. And these are some of the positions yeah. that generally we do not take as individuals, because society and t- the TV show and the movie says we're to go from zero to ten hundred <laughs> you know
3: because because there's a difference in opinion or something exactly yeah i i i can I, I want to share yeah finish boy because I want to share a a story before i I go sneak back. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I'm gonna let you go. Go ahead and I do it because it's a few yeah. more minutes before so, we close out the broadcast anyway.
3: Okay, so I heard a story um <clears throat> about a couple going to counseling um mm-hmm. because of the whole disrespect thing and it was spoiling point and this is this is this, they can't do it no more. So the concern was the problem. So the female partner said, I feel disrespected because my husband refused to put on the toilet seat after he was about to mm-hmm. And I started talking to him. I talked to him calling about it and this and that. And he's still up and he has no respect for me because, you know, and so the counselor said, why is it that you feel disrespected? So she said, I explained to him that, you know, me fumbling, going into the bathroom in the night, and then sitting down, and then the toilet seat, and then there may be urine on it. And how could he think of me in a, in a positive way, or have, with respect, and, and think that it's okay to leave the toilet seat in that situation? And after even speak to him several times, he's still doing it. Then he could never respect me. And then the man so the husband is like, no, well, I don't like how she talked to me. Her tone and and they start to argue, start to argue. So so the counselor said, I wanna to speak to you. I'm gonna to speak to you one at a time. So the, the the wife came in and then or the wife the husband left and the wife said, He said to the wife, how you feel when this happens? Da-da-da-da. She said, yes, yes, I should be So he says, so it's your problem. What? What do you mean? <laughs> so he says, how does he look? How is he in the situation when you are quarreling? Oh, he's fine because some of the time he just ignore me and continue watching the television. Same thing. So your blood pressure going up, you feel irritated, it spoils the rest of your day, well, if it is that the toilet we left up is bothering you, you fix it. Mm. He's not bothered. so if it is if it is up, put it down. What? Mm. He <laughs> said, okay. So let me help you. Just do this for a, a period of time, like a week or two, You know, two two weeks or two months, I think. And he said, but every time you do it, I know you're going to feel inclined to quarrel. Just sing a song. You like to sing, right? To said yes. It's just, just sing a song. But you are the one that has an issue with the toilet being up, so you put it down. So the husband comes in, says, so of course she's like what? The husband comes in now, and he says, what's the situation? What's the, you know you don't hear you? I say yes, counselor here you know what she say? But I don't like how she speaks to me. She don't have to be shaving like that. And going on like that, so the phone says, so you can't remember just to put it down. Yes, and you know, actually when she started calling, you know, as soon as she started calling, I kind of feel bad that I forgot. But it's the way how she behaves. I feel disrespected. So what is happening in this case now? he's allowing himself to be distracted by her tone because he doesn't want to face the situation that he kind of feels bad that he he upset her. It's not that he doesn't care, mm-hmm. but then he gets distracted into your tone and you is what they mean. So give them some period of time. So when they came back, so she, when they came back, no, after the period, the, the counselor said, <clears throat> how is it going? They told them smiling with each other. Mm-hmm. Everything is fine. That was the wife. But he said, so what happened? She said, well, for the first week or so, I was Doing as you said, but I was kind of cussing through my singing, you know. She was singing some rough song or some song that throwing word anyway. Mm-hmm. And then she said she just continued doing it, and then she do it. Then one day she realized, hold on, I couldn't do the last time. I had to put down the toilet seat. And then you know, once or twice it will happen, but eventually it stopped. Mm -hmm. So what happened with her is that for the husband, when he heard her singing, he knew what she was singing about, but she wasn't attacking him. So he's like, oh, damn, I forgot. So he started to make an effort to do it. Mm -hmm. And then she started to, okay, this is my problem. I am the one that's triggered. So I'm going to take responsibility. And then eventually, everything worked out. So the moral of that story for me is that sometimes, we use, or oh, I feel disrespected as an excuse mm-hmm. to not deal with the matter at hand.
2: Right. So it's a
3: lot about communication, listening skills, and being able to handle criticism and negative feedback from our partner. Yeah, I love that story and I'll never forget it. <laughs> but you see, Tina,
0: one of the things here is many of us don't have the tools required to do just mm. that we don't have that skill set we're not taught how to do that we're taught <laughs> how to go from exactly from, from zero to a hundred or to be
3: the angry black woman
0: yeah yes we're taught how to do yeah. that but we're not taught the rest and i'm so glad that you called in and 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 decided to share with us because you bring a certain skill set to the community too, so in three minutes, yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. I want you to put on the yes, other sir. hat <laughs> and, and just and just and just say what that skill set is that you bring to the community.
3: Well, the the, the word that I would use is coach mm-hmm. and life coach, like mainly focused on life purpose and empowerment. And um, so these matters come up, especially when dealing with persons in relationship or having, feeling empowered in relationship to be who they are. So, yes, Vela Trinity Empowerment Services. Thank you for the plug.
2: <laughs>
3: Zayla welcome. Trinity Empowerment Services. Um, Zayla Trinity Coach. That's uh, on Instagram. So, um, yes, that's what I do. So, just really, the hat that I wear in that case regardless of the life coach or mentor or speaker or writer, it's really I enjoy, um, from my own life lessons, I enjoy imparting what I've learned academically or just experientially to other people. Because for me, purpose for me is helping others to to self-actualize, to be the best version of themselves. And mm-hmm. so, some of the things that I brought up are are things that I would help others to navigate. You know, being empowered and feel having an empowered relationship, and and how and what triggers us, and how to deal with anything like limiting beliefs or what stops us from going forward. So, yeah, Zayla Trinity Empowerment Services.
0: And how is that Zeala spelled?
3: X with an X, xylophone Zayla. So, I have a YouTube channel um, on Instagram and as well on Facebook. So, just look for Zayla Trinity, Zayla X A Y L A Trinity, and I'm sure Google search will help me out with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yes, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, You're yes, I know I was late, and my husband's still sleeping, so I can sneak back and not be disappointed. <laughs>
0: You see? You see?
3: <laughs> no. no, let me ask you this. Let me ask you
0: this. Let me ask you this before you go. If you sneak out to have this conversation mm-hmm. on a phone and you sneak back mm-hmm. in so he doesn't know, did it happen? Mm-hmm.
3: No, we're not even talking right now. <laughs> <laughs> Is no, in his that, reality? No, no. See, in my reality, it happened.
2: That wasn't
0: the it that I was referring to. I was referring to the it. The it, I was referring to was a disrespect. No, no, no. He wouldn't so, feel disrespect. So, so, I just so the disrespect didn't happen.
3: <laughs> yeah, because it takes. And disrespect is a perception, too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So only if he perceives it that way. I don't perceive that I'm being disrespectful. I just. So yeah. I know. I know. But All right. Thank you thank so much, you much for having me today, Vlad. Uh, yes, and, and you thank you for the feedback. With you. Yeah, my no problem. Take right. care. Right. Bye, Vladimir. Right. Night night.
0: Zilla Trinity. Tina Simone Thank you very much. Um so you know I I couldn't have said it much. But I thought yes. These are some of the things that, that, that we don't pay attention to. And sometimes we're sharing, projecting, talking with someone else and we adapt a tone that we're not really aware that we're presenting. You're not responsible for the other person's reaction to how you have presented yourself. No, you're in control of how you have presented and you should really be mindful. Be present as much as possible so that you are aware of what it is that you're doing and how it is that you're doing it. But the other person, how they react to it, that's their responsibility. And if you are not taking it personal, then you spend more time listening to what is said than hearing how it is said let me say it again if you are not taking it personally you will spend more time listening to what is being said and less time hearing how it is being said and so you get the meat of the matter you get the salient points with which or on which to to deliberate and argue and the the argue that as i use it in this context is not to have conflict but to debate a point to, f- to seek resolution through understanding and I, I think this is the ultimate part of the the question of love or respect which one it is that you prefer. Either one of them that you choose, if there's no understanding in it, then you're going to still suffer. And as you go through and you look at the, the definitions and you look at the examples of both love and and um respect you'll see that it is important to have understanding in these things. So moving forward from this point, going forward, we need to take a position of understanding, understanding each other, understanding ourselves. And that, that, that right there is where we fall shortest. We don't know who we are. We don't know ourselves. We don't understand ourselves. And we don't take the time either to get to know self. And if you can't know self, you don't know self, how are you going to introduce yourself to someone else? What do you think that they're going to get? They're not going to know who you are either. And when you discover yourself, they're going to argue. That's another point that they're going to argue on because you did not present Who you truly are, you lied to them. And so, the struggle continues. The conflict continues. Does it have to be that way? By no means. And so, as we wrap up, I want you to think about love and respect. And consider how it is that you can navigate your personal space in love and in respect in the background joanna marie and ed robinson or i should say ed robinson and joanna marie robinson their first duet since becoming a couple a track written by Hope and lindo called we made it and that is where we want to be this is what we should aspire to to making it to be able to say you know what I've gone through the trials, I've gone through the tests, I've gone through the conflicts and we made it. We left from that point of turbulence to smooth sailing and the, the point at which our destination is in sight and now we can safely get there and when we land, we can say we made it. I want to thank you all for being a part of this broadcast thank you for chiming in thank you for your sharing and do remember as we part company to look out for members of your community your community is not just the development that you live in but it spreads far and wide those that you pass on the bus to play in the boat or the train whether you walk ride, or drive these are members of your community do something good for one of them today because you never know who's going to do something good for you tomorrow my name is kevin studer so i like to do it to you for you and with you every monday tuesday and wednesday 10 p.m eastern thank you thank you to the affiliates thank you to you the listeners do take care be good Good morning, good afternoon, good day to you, wherever you are in the world, of course. Be good. If you can't be good, be good at it. My name is Kevin Stew. I'm out of here. Catch you on Saturday on the Saturday Stew on Reggae Global Radio at 8 p.m. Eastern. Much love. Take care. All the best.